Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Joe McAdam was recorded on Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023. Big fans of Joe. Follow him and all that stuff. I don't even know if he's doing anything. All the social media is bad. So it's linked in the thing in the podcast description. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll be doing the live show again in Chicago in July and at the Kennedy Center this fall. Go to You, Me, Them, Everybody. Dot com for all of those dates. Here's Joe. Joe the plumber. Um, the, the, from the, uh, what is it, George Bush election? Uh, I think it was Obama McCain. No, was it Obama Romney? Uh, no, Obama Romney, I want to say, was Ken Bone. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Bones. Yeah, yeah. It might be McCain. Anyway, Joe the plumber. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I did it. I learned, I learned how to plumb. I, 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 um, I spent a few weeks doing just like, you know, adult education stuff at the local, uh, community college. I got all the tools. Uh, one of those, one of those long guys, uh, you stick into the toilet hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned all this stuff. That's cool. Yeah. So- you're, you're you're part of a group called Butt. Yeah. And you, the other guy in Butt was in the Blink-182 tour announcement reunion video. And mm. you are in the Aerosmith tour announcement of the end video. Has there been any discussion that maybe you're like the preeminent comedy group to be featured in these Live Nation produced one-minute YouTube videos? As far as I'm aware... Uh, yeah, we, we are, that is like kind of our, our thing. That's your gift. Um, yeah, as far as like, you know, there's, there's only how many comedy duos out there, you know, that are, that are like active and, and doing stuff. How many you got? You got 10, 13 tops yeah. worldwide. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that's the, so we, we got the, uh, we have the connection. We have the in. Next time a band does a thing, you know, that's, that's us. We're going to be there. Somewhat real question. Would that be union busting if you filmed that while the strike is still going on? Um, if it was f- filmed during it, I don't think so. I think it, if it was uh, filmed if during I'm, it, but you were, but, but like, yeah, yeah filmed, but also written during it. Uh, yeah, I guess that counts. I don't know. I, I'm not, um, technically in the, uh, WGA right now, so I don't know what the, uh, they didn't. I didn't get like a sheet of the rules about what does and doesn't count, and it's a long, it's a long uh, sheet of rules. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think just to be safe, I'm not doing shit. Yeah. I don't need uh, to do any of that stuff. You're right. You got that right. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> you Are you out there? You out on the picket line with everybody? Are they doing yeah. that in DC? Do they have anybody? You know me. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. We're all get your ass out there. <laughs> Are any of your friends out there? Uh, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Are you gonna go? Or are you just like I'm gonna wait until I'm actually in this thing before I start walking for this thing? Um, no, I'll go out. They, it, I live down the block from the Netflix studio, so I'll go there later mm. today. Got it. Um, I'm sorry that you are really close to succeeding, and then this happens again. Well, you know, what are you gonna do? I think it's all for ultimately long term. Oh, for uh, sure. it'll be for very sure. beneficial to me in a, in like 
couple months. But like right now, I'm like, oh shit, I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. So how much did Aerosmith pay you personally? How much did Joe Perry write that check for? I got I got a check written. It was uh, signed by Brad Whitford of <laughs> the band. He was he was all over it, and uh, Joey Kramer was also I'm trying to remember the other guy. There's, a, there's another guy that I don't coaster? remember. The Joey Kramer roller coaster experience. Isn't that a thing? I have no idea. Right, I'm not in front of a know. computer. There's an Aerosmith roller coaster, and I think like you play a show as Joey. Oh, I think it's the it's the rock and roller coaster. Yeah, and I think you play like as Joey. I think that's is, is, he's the drummer, right? I think so. Because he got kicked out. I thought he got kicked out of the band, which would be really awful to just pin your your, your whole ride on Joey Kramer. And he's not even in the band anymore. I think they did kick him out, but they brought him back for the. I don't know what's going on, man. It's a crazy yeah. time. That's a rough. I mean, it, it, it's like Dynasty over there. Uh, was that Bill Burr's personal cigar, or was that just a director's choice? Um, I don't know. I didn't even. I didn't watch the video. You're uh, in the it, video. The, <laughs> there's there's multiple. There's apparently multiple cuts. The one on Twitter oh, really? doesn't have. You can't even see me, uh, and so I, I thought that's what I thought the only version was, and all you see is I'm a blur in the background. Um, no, and then you I saw have that, a line in the YouTube version. Okay, uh, that's what I've heard. I've not seen that one yet. Yeah, but well, I, cool. I did. I did smoke a cigar, like a real you, fucking tough guy. Did you smoke a cigar in the video? That, they cut that. Yeah. You did. Oh, they, they. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they left that in or not. But it, it, the 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 way it was filmed um, was like the final shot is like me and Bill Burr sitting on lawn chairs together. Just going peace out, dude, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just him, uh, man of the people, hanging out with his with his plumber. He's he's salt of the earth, dude. It's really uh, a Mad Libs career situation. If for anybody that's known you over the last like fifteen years. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, like, uh, I mean, it, I, I feel like it's not uncommon to just be like, I got to take anything I can, uh, get. Oh, sure. <laughs> but it's sort of like when like, okay, so like Sean Flannery, right? Like he does a podcast about sports forever and then ends up like writing a bunch of bits for like Sunday night football or Monday night football. It's like, oh, that's cool. You know, that makes sense. And it makes, and that's you, a, makes sense. One to one to one there. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And like, you've been hosting like variety shows and fucking record stores since <laughs> started in like 2007 and hosting multiple like podcasts about music and and then and like on the bingo card it's like you talk to bill burr while smoking a cigar about aerosmith but aerosmith's paying for this like that's weird it is a little weird and you know what truth be told I'm not the biggest aerosmith fan take it back i don't i'm not i'm just not into him uh, but I, I i did uh i did promise myself i'm gonna i'm gonna try and listen to uh some Aerosmith this weekend. I think you and I did like I, 20 minutes on honking on a bobo before. Maybe there, there's me. listen. There's no. I've I've. I mean, I know that they have an album called Honking on Bobo that's about a uh, harmonica named Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. These are things you have to know if you are in comedy. But like you, I, I don't. I don't listen to honking on Bobo, and I don't know. I like. I, I was talking to a buddy of mine, uh, and he's like, you know, I was like, I don't really like Aerosmith. They're kind of, I think they're kind of gross. 
uh, and he's like, Toys in the Attic and Rocks, that's where you got to go. That's where you got to dig in. Because he's like, that's what Were was... Were really first... gross? That's what I mean, probably. I, I think they, they got really gross after that. But, like, he said those no. are the ones that you got you to gotta go. I mean, th- no. there's no denying that they're not, they're, that they didn't get grosser. They never got grosser than, like, Love in an Elevator or, like, Dude looks like a lady, or you know, the '80s were their gross peak. There's no question. There's I, that's I won't even, uh, you know, uh, humor a debate about this. That's as gross as it gets. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because if you're dismissing all the videos, then maybe I'll concede that yeah, late '80s Aerosmith. But if you count the videos, then definitely '93 get a grip videos were like, here's my daughter, check it out. That's the grossest. Sure. Okay. I think we have different definitions of gross. Where for me, that's like. Oh, you're just a weird old guy now. But like, before that, it was like, uh, I, I feel like that didn't feel like a threat. And before it, it felt, it felt like a, a, a viable threat. I think the other one's more of a, I think the 93 year is more of a threat because it's like, no one's stopping me about anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> so you, do you think if you were, if we're like making a, a chart? Yeah. Late, late, they start, they start late 60s, right? In the 80s, in the 90s, he's showing you. I, I need to, I need to remind you that in the Love in an Elevator video, there's a woman, uh, wearing a cat costume crawling around on the ground, but that's not, that's not where it ends. No, the cat's face is on her ass and she's walking backwards. Uh, <laughs> it's the weirdest, grossest, it's like body horror meets the the grossest pervert like sex offender thing. <laughs> the whole it's all it's all upsetting. You're gonna go with that thing is more sex offender than the actual video where there are teenagers that are under legal age for most states. They don't share scenes, but they share DNA. <laughs> I'm saying if we're charting if we're charting this how how it goes. Late 60s to, to today, it goes, you know, average for the time, you know, whatever. And it, and it goes up through the 70s, and it goes up through, through the 80s, peaking around, you know, late whatever, 89 or something. And it kind of plateaus-ish there. And then you just kind of, they, then they became like the, the Armageddon uh, soundtrack band. And it's like, whatever. No, yeah. it's not until like 98. You're missing what's, what's, the, the pinnacle. You're missing Get a Grip. You're missing the video videos from the biggest selling album of theirs from the 90s. Because I, I uh, Nine Lives might have actually been bigger. That had a ton of hits. But either way, these are pre-Armageddon albums. And these are 90s. Sure, records. yeah. I know, I, those, and I'm just saying that, the, that to me, ones. is no, it's, it's like no different. It's like they just hit the peak and that's just kind of like, it's all the same after that. No, no, no. I think they're... No, that's when they, that's the cherry on top. That's where we're never stopping. I mean, I, I, I think this is an agree to disagree. Let's put it to the, <laughs> let's, let's text, uh, you know, gross to whatever your number is, <laughs> uh, to vote for which era of Aerosmith is, is the grossest to you. <laughs> I say late eighties. I don't know. I think it's, yeah. I think it's late eighties. It's kind of gross, but. I I do uh I I did promise I would I would get kind of drunk and listen to uh their their 70s records this weekend to see if I could maybe um you know get turned on to them cuz I think I my intro to them I think was like pump 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, and so I was like, it, when I was a kid, I was like, I don't really like this. Um, and so it, it never clicked with me as a kid, and it never clicked with me later as an adult. And I, because I just already had like an impression. I was like, I don't really, not really my thing. Uh, so yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and and give them, uh, you know, a a, sh- a fair shake coming from a, a point of being like, I don't really like it, but we'll see. I think their appearance in Aerosmith and the whole Wayne's World universe on SNL was like really got me into it, and I was too young to know better. And legitimately, that's, that's what they love. That's the, that yeah. they prey on too young to know better. Exactly. So as a ten-year-old or a nine-year-old, when Wayne's World One comes out, for me. Nothing could have been better as a, as music. You know, I I mean, like I I feel the same way, maybe that I used to feel about Kiss, who I used to really dislike, and then I started to just be like, oh man, there's some fucking songs that I I, I get into. Oh, I like sure. Kiss. You know, yeah. and I used to be like, I used to be a hard line, like I just don't like Kiss, and I I, I you know I, I I stopped, I took off the blinders, I allowed myself to have a little fun, and you know now. Strutter, you know, give me a break. Oh, that's a great it song, rules. for sure. I'm not disagreeing. The problem Rocket is Ride, you, you got to be kidding me. Of course. You were never part of the KISS Army, where I felt like for a 9- or 10-year-old, I was part of the Aero Force. Oh, you were, okay, so you went all in. Like, you were, you were in deep. I loved the song Eat the Rich from Get a Grip, not understanding that, that like the irony of this at all. That these guys are quite wealthy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're very, Completely they've been, yeah. ignorant. Because um, my you know. dumb reptile mind was like, well, they're on the same radio station as Nirvana. they got to be cool. And that's not true. So. Well, hey, yeah. speaking of, okay, this is this is uh, maybe a legend. I don't know how, how true it is. But you maybe we've talked about it. But um, that Wayne's World, in Wayne's World 2, Aerosmith is the, like, featured band in that. Um, but it was uh, originally pitched and, and brought to Nirvana. Um, and did, have you heard that? Have you heard the, the story about I've this? I've heard that, and that's why they have the, the Pearl Jam cameo at the end where they're also getting out of a limo, and they show Pearl Jam's 10 TV cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so they, the, like the band stuff could have been like done um, – at any, you know, like after post-production almost, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. everything's filmed yeah. and then we'll just shoot the band at the end. But like, so what I heard, I heard the story was that they put it up to a vote within Nirvana to to see if they wanted to do it or not. And uh Kurt said no, Dave said yes, and they were waiting on the vote uh for Chris. And it was, they were like, they gave everybody in the band like a cut of the movie to decide, to watch and decide if they wanted to be in it. And then uh, at that same time, the video that was like the the like old school viral tape trading video that the frogs made, the band the frogs, uh, that was also going around. And then uh, the night that he was supposed to decide, uh, Chris Novoselic just watched the frogs video all night and didn't never watched Wayne's World two, and then didn't vote, and they just didn't didn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, that checked that out. Was, All of that checked that's out. A, that's a story that I heard from a an, a Chicago old timer who has uh, deep connections. So we'll see. Was, I don't. I, is if I ever meet Mr. any of those LB? guys, <laughs> I can't say. I can't reveal my sources. <laughs> but I, if I ever meet Billy one of these surviving C? members of the band, I got it. That's the first thing I'm asking. That's a good question. I wish I knew the like. Uh, I could actually have asked that question to someone. Damn it! That is a good one. Oh, did you get to do an interview? 
with uh, who did you talk to? I've okay. Butch Vig before, and then I passed up interviewing everyone else because I was a little too nervous. Sure. Because, like, I don't really want to interview Chris Novoselic about his politics book. No one does. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's sort of like you, you kind of have to at least pretend. And then, like, what do you like? Wow, you were on my favorite record. How does it feel being tall and partying with Cinderella at the '92 VMAs? Like, what am I? What do I really want to know? Uh, I don't know. He's. Pro- uh, I'm trying to think of like. I mean, the dude has to have a billion stories about you know. I respectfully just, disagree. I don't know. He's got. Like, he's got to have a like. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I've never talked to him. I'm not sure, but I'm not gonna get that on like a 15 minute phoner. But I might get that with like three hours of at a bar, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You gotta like. That, that's more of like a, you don't know what the direct question to ask yeah. to get what you want. You have to kind of like tease it out after you know. Yeah. And I bet Grohl but, would tell you whatever. Oh, for sure. I bet he's. Yeah, he seems quite uh, open. It's not like a. You know, it's not like a pointed or gotcha whatever question. He'd be like, oh, yeah, well, that's that's a fun story. But for Grohl, I would probably forget all of that and only want to talk about his drumming on, like, Songs for the Deaf and that Killing Joke record and completely waste my time with that. Yeah, but what are you going to get out of him? He's just going to say, yeah, I drummed. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it this way instead of that way. <laughs> that's not a story. That's... <laughs> I do find the Killing Joke, Nirvana, Grohl of it all, one of the most fascinating, like, parts of rock and roll history. Where uh, that he played played for them later. Well, yeah, but also like they ne- like they acknowledge it, but never acknowledged it, and it's very weird. The whole thing is very very weird to me. Um, what's the? Uh, I mean, you did a a whole list of every single song that he's on. That every single song. Yeah, I've ranked every on, Grohl right? on drums song. What was the highest ranking non-Nirvana? Do you remember what was on your list for that? I think number one is not Nirvana. I think number one is Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, oh, well, shit. Okay, I thought it would be something from like In Utero. I don't know. That's that's to no, me is no. like my favorite Grohl drumming. That's my favorite Nirvana for sure. But my favorite Grohl is either Nine Inch Nails early aughts, Queens of the Stone Age early aughts, or that one Killing Joke record. Okay, so you like the uh, the you know the higher gun gigs of the early two thousands. Sort those of are good. Like, those are all good. Do whatever you want because literally no one else could do this. Yeah, and you're gonna. It sounds good. I like I like those. I, I think those sound good. Um, and it's kind of interesting because he doesn't do any of that stuff with the first two Foo Fighters records because he's essentially he's like I am the rhythm section. I will be the very I will be the like the best foundation I could possibly be. But this is not my I'm not being told to like go nuts. So yeah, it's no, it's just a base. He's yeah. able to do that. Where I don't think anybody, like, yeah, you get a ton of jazz drummers to do that, but no jazz drummer is going to play like a Neanderthal either on a lot of those punk records. So he's so good on drums, and his last thirty years of, or sorry, twenty years have been so bad. So do you, disappointing. Do you think that he's going to play the drums on the new Foo Fighters He's got to be. He's got to be. I mean, he was right? already sparingly playing them. Like, he did this, I think it was pre-pandemic, that, like, 16-minute long thing called Play. And it's him on every instrument. And it's really, like, there are, if you block out, I don't know, 90 seconds to two minutes randomly throughout that thing, it's some of the best music he's ever made. I don't even know what this is. I got. I'll look it up. I I, I wasn't even yeah. aware of it. And 
but, but as like a whole piece, it's like, this is kind of whatever. But if you, you could pull out amazing segments and like, that's a perfect EP right there. You know what I mean? But there's no editor there. There's no, it's, it's not that dissimilar to Jeff Tweedy with all the Wilco stuff. It's just like, man, there's a perfect record here if you just strip away 10 things. But no Yeah, I mean, there's, once you get to a certain point, like nobody says, uh, no at all ever for anything. And, yeah. and you just are like, what, I'm gonna do the most, like, in, indulgent thing, which I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, indulgence. I think it's great. I think it's good for, oh, yeah. uh, movies and music and TV and all sorts of stuff. But it's also like, at some point you can't just be told you're, perfect uh you know like somebody has to be like this has got to go or, or like i don't know i mean you know you know and trent reznor i think do it really really well where it's like you know it's like this is my electronic walking around airport music i know it's not for everyone here you go and then here is the real album that's been like curated and produced for a mass audience here you go and reznor does the same stuff and, and those guys i think are few and far between what did you did you see um this is this is not the same. But did you see the movie Bo is Afraid? No, I really want to. Should I? Because it, that's that to me is like okay, here's a like a a no, no one said no like long indulgent movie. Um, with I think mixed results. I think a lot of people I've talked to said they absolutely loved it. But I'm like eh, ups and downs for me. I liked a lot, and I, there's some stuff I didn't necessarily love. But so I think it's you're definitely an example viewer. of that. I think you're the rare viewer that could do that, that could parse that stuff, because it seems to be a love or hate situation. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I think I think it, obviously it pissed a lot of people off because it was like, it's a it's a lot, it's a big, like bloated, and weird movie, and uh, a lot of people are just like, ew. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> mind that. I don't I don't mind that at all. Uh, yeah. I just you know, there's just other elements of it. And I'm like, all right, th- th- there are places where it's like. Like a double album or something, or just like trim like five to ten things out of this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, when was the last time you listened to Bombs Over Baghdad? Uh, probably somewhat recently. I would imagine it's been on like a playlist that I've listened to in the last month. I think it might be the best song ever. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those where it's like you could probably make a playlist of songs. That you're just like it is in contention for yes. greatest of all time, and it and it could be a, like 100, 200, 300 songs long or whatever. That'd be in there easy. Yeah, yeah. It's got three distinct songs in one, and it's got always all love the, that. That's great. It's got all the indulgence for like that you'd find in like an Ari Aster film or a Dave Grohl 16 minute song and all that stuff, but parsed perfectly. Where there's like it's never too much of one thing. And there's changes enough to make it distinct, and literally no one else in the world could have produced it. And those guys probably couldn't produce it now. It makes it even more special. It's ah, it's perfect. Never, yeah. None of the sections overstay their welcome. They, they. No. It's a very, it's a very fast and driving song. There's like chants in it. There's like guitar solos and shit. It's like yeah. it just like throws everything at the wall, and it all happens fast enough yeah. that nothing pisses you off, and it's it's perfect. I think it's yeah, a perfect song. Almost, Let's get real. It's great. No, 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 no diss to Aerosmith. Almost the exact opposite of Aerosmith. It's, that is a diss to Aerosmith. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just saying one song is perfect and the other one is the opposite. What's the What's your favorite Aerosmith? Is it Uncle Salty? Uh, what is it? It's got to be 
I used to love Nine Lives, and now I probably couldn't name two songs off that record. What what year is Nine Lives? Is that like a... 97? It's the... Yeah, um, so. Maybe it was 98, because I remember Mike Myers hosted that episode. I think he was promoting Austin Powers when Aerosmith was the musical guest. Okay. And I think that album had like five or six like rock number ones. It had the song Pink on it. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Uh Real gross stuff now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think probably, they really revel. It's not like an, an insult to say that they're a gross band. I think they knew how, like, nasty they were being. <laughs> I think Crazy or Crying, probably. Yeah, those are all the same era, right? Mid-90s yeah, no, that's to whatever. Yeah. Um, I used to really dig the 70s stuff when I was, like, 14, but now I, I can't listen to it. You ever seen them in, in concert? No, my one of my really good friends' his favorite band is Aerosmith. You should go. It's the last I always chance. tease him. I always say I think you like Aerosmith because you're not from this country. That's not a. I mean, that's not a crazy reason, but I'll tell you this: a lot of the people from this country like Aerosmith. Yeah, I think they're wrong. Though. <laughs> wrong or not, that's that's beside the point. They, well, they, Mike they Meyer, did. not from this country. That's also true. Uh, okay, maybe it is. Maybe it is only uh, foreign people. Okay, because <laughs> I think you got a point. Like, that's what I'm, that's like what American rock and roll is, and he's not wrong. I mean, but, th- this is something that this conversation comes up all the time. Like, not all the time. I'm not that much of a psycho, but like the the greatest American band. That's that conversation, and it's like it might be like by like you know the metric of popularity, longevity, blah blah blah. Aerosmith. I, I can see that they definitely have a case. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, no one is saying that's my favorite. They're saying I get that that would be considered number one. You know. Yeah, I can see that for sure. What's yours? Uh, ZZ Top. I don't know. No, ZZ Top's good. I wish it was ZZ Top. It's not. I mean, they, 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 the thing is, is like they are too, they're like a shade too cartoony and not mainstream. And it's like, they're yeah. still popular. They still are, yeah. are playing. They still, they've been around forever. They have a lot of hits, blah, blah, blah. But it's like they just fit a different mold that isn't mainstream enough that Aerosmith yeah. reveled in. They love being like the band, you know? Yeah. I, you could make a solid argument for Parliament. Um, I wouldn't. Because it's the same problem, and like their influence is not as massive as Aerosmith's, even though you can hear more of them in all music than you can in Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with Ramones. Yeah, I like. I mean, like I, I think there's a handful of like you know '70s New York bands that can that can make that. You know, uh, yeah, because when you do Ramones, you also get all the 50s and 60s bubblegum. You get the Phil Spector, so you get all the stuff that came before. I mean, it's, their name is literally a nod to the Beatles, so you get all that. And then everything they influence, like, there's clearly no Green Day without them, and that is modern rock radio for the last 30 years. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the other bands that, like, feel like, okay, you could you could have their, their, their names rattling around in the mix, but they're definitely not, would be like, I don't know, Credence or... Yeah. Yeah, uh, for, for me on a personal level, I'd be like, oh, like Devo or the Beastie Boys, like because I don't know, maybe that's just because yeah. when I was a kid, I I love that. But like those those are high up for me. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a fun list, but it's it's like if you go like straight like definitive popularity plus record sales plus whatever, it's probably Aerosmith. It might be the Eagles. I don't know. But hold on, do you count Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band as a band or a solo performer with a backing band? Same with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I'm gonna put them both in a different thing. Okay. They're a different thing. Okay. Because I think if you consider them both bands, both of them trump Aerosmith. Um, I'd, I'd, even even if they're in the mix, I'd say it's still up in the air. But I don't know. Yeah, that's, all that's, three, all three have played halftime shows. All three have been referenced in more things than any other band, American band. I'd say well, only. I mean, until Tom Petty's death, all three could probably sell out any baseball stadium, if not football arena. I think, and I think if you go by numbers, Tom Petty might have them both beat in terms of record sales. I, I, there's no way Tom Petty sold more records than Aerosmith. That he might have. That's not he true. Might've. He might have. Well, well, the thing is, is that we'll never find out. <laughs> yep, it's impossible. Oh well. <laughs> Would be impossible to know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It, that's it, it's a uh, I don't know. It's it's a decent question, but I also think it's just like it kind of just feels like a like a uh, what a, a foregone conclusion that it is Aerosmith. Even though I don't, I don't agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the numbers and uh, get back to you. All right. Well, you know, you, you let me know. Let me know whenever you I really, find it. But... You know what? It's, it's gonna be like Fleetwood Mac. And did they count? They're partially they British. They count. No, I don't. It doesn't matter. They, they have some they British. Can. Yeah, but nothing that really matters. Okay. <laughs> Just the I mean, name. All right. <laughs> They would did they start as British? They were like did oh, yeah. they kick They're all the British people British. out? Yeah. I mean Mick is still British to my knowledge. As far as I know, he's still a British man. It's you know, it's probably you're probably right with the Eagles. It's probably dumb like that. I mean they're yeah, you know, like they're at least the one that was like had the highest selling C D or whatever, the greatest hits, which it always felt like bullshit that it's the greatest hits, but whatever. Yeah. Um and you know, they the all their huge tours and the they they got the 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 legends the separate limo shit and the band fights and all that they have they kept themselves in the headlines uh, kind yeah. of thing. Ugh, yuck. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Probably be in an Aerosmith video promoting their last tour. Tell you this, listen to people cover the Eagles. That sounds it sounds nice. Okay, I will. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to listen to them, but they they some of their songs aren't that bad. I don't know. 